Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Welcome to another episode of the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. I am one half of the hosting squad. I am Scoots Bronson. And I am the other half, S. Foster. Yes, sir, man. Um, before we get into the, you know what I'm saying, this this great, great fun time <laughs> we about to have, man. How are you doing, my brother? Man, I'm just trying to live life, man. Trying to live life, taking in this content, giving people content. That's a uh, that's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing, beautiful feeling, man. So, uh, you know, feeling good. Except dealing with that. Uh, my truck uh, thermometer told me it was 113 degrees today, but you know what I mean. Still got to get that job done. How you feeling though? Everything good with you? Man, I feel your pain, brother. Everything is great with me, man. Um, I got my second page for OnlyFans approved, so you know what I'm saying? I'm working on that right now. Um, but outside of that, yeah, I, I totally feel what you're saying, man. When you're talking about that heat, you said it, it felt like, or it read 113, but I'm sure it felt hotter than that, man. Today, <laughs> we, was in, excuse me, we ended up in the 90s, but it rained most of the day. So it was humid, man. I'm talking about, we. I was sweating doing nothing. <laughs> Just sweating standing up. And, it, and it's already bad because I gotta. I wear a hoodie to work all the time. I think I said this before, but you know what I'm saying. Like I always wear a hoodie to work. You know what I'm saying to um, pretty much just keep me, you know, saying covered up. And then I wear like a hair wrap too to keep my hair uh, covered up, or at least most of it covered up, so I don't get all that dust and metal shavings and all that on my skin or in my skin because some of that stuff can get in your pores. So I try to stay as covered as possible. And uh, yeah, man, I was I was going through it today. You know, usually I don't feel it, but that humidity it got me today. I was like, oh man, that that shit was hugging me, man. It was hugging me. I was like, yeah, I can't. I don't know if I can take this. So, um, that was you know what I'm saying. That was that was pretty much like the worst part of the day, to be honest, man. It was just that humidity it was kicking my ass. And then uh, the other bad part about it is with certain tools. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of friction going on, so it's like a lot of heat. So when you get that humidity mixed with that friction and that heat, bro, sometimes that shit do not work out. So, <laughs> so you be trying to sand something and it don't sand properly, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the sandpaper don't grasp properly and then like, like you hit certain spots that, you know what I'm saying, usually be dried out already. They still kind of wet or they still kind of moist, so it ends up being like putty and shit. It's a it's crazy, bro. It's a whole bunch of nonsense. So I was dealing with that, and then uh, that was about it, man. But like I said, I'm excited about my second page, man. I finally got my subscription page up and running. Got some content on there. I got some more content on the way, so it's been good. Did some uh, did an interview over this past weekend, so. That was exciting. That'll be coming out soon um, on the Already Home feed, actually. So if you guys are still, yeah, man, if you guys are still listening to Already Home, you can go check that out. Uh, It'll be out by the end of the week. 
we can do part one right now, but part two, we still got to do part two because we got a lot more to talk about. Um, and then, you know what I'm saying, I was pretty much just doing what I do best, man, doing some camera work. I was working as like a part-time photographer, part-time videographer. Uh, if you go on my Instagram, you can see a couple of the pictures that um, that I took, you know what I'm saying, of what was going on. If you look at my story, you can see pretty much everything that was going on, too. So that's pretty much it, man. It was a, it was a good holiday weekend, you know what I'm saying, three-day weekend, of course. I enjoyed that, so that's about it, man. That's what's up, man. Well, I know I never stopped following the already home. So I'm gonna have to uh, definitely check that out, man. Yeah, it ain't because... up yet. I'm just, I'm just giving everybody a, you know, saying like a pre warning. It's coming up, but for those who, you know, what I'm saying probably aren't listening to Viewers Anonymous or or haven't heard about it yet. Which, uh, if you listen to Already Home, you should definitely hear because the first episode is on there. Um, I'm, I'm gonna put up an announcement or whatever to let them know that you know, what I'm saying Already Home is back. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of different stuff going on um i'm not sure if uh it'll be me and gan again i gotta talk to him and see what it is and get with him and see how that schedule goes but for the most part it's definitely gonna be some stuff on there um i'm gonna be working to get that back intact and get that back in order because uh that was man can i i'm I'm surprised at how well it is or how well it's been doing because you know what I'm saying we ain't did it in what maybe two three years now and it's almost at like four thousand streams and downloads. What was it? Well, you probably don't remember. No, I remember, remember exactly. It was at two thousand when we stopped. Oh damn, that's crazy. Yeah. It was at 2000 when we stopped. So that whole time that we've been away, it's been people that's been going back and listening and, and still going back and checking it out. So, you know what I'm saying? Knowing that um, that audience really hasn't left, I'm, I'll probably end up uh, definitely doing something with that again. I just got to find out uh, what exactly I'll be doing. Um, I have an idea of one thing that I'll be doing, of course. Which is going to be the uh, something called First Fridays, which is in a collaboration with my cousin, um, who I did the pictures and stuff for this past weekend and the interview with this past weekend. So we're gonna work on something like that. But everything else is just, you know, what I'm saying right now is everything is in progress. But I got a few ideas that I might end up working out. That's what's up, man. Exciting news, man, for the beginning of the other viewers anonymous podcast, man. That's what's up, man. Excited to hear it. Can't wait to listen to it. Podcast, man. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, hey, yo, it's all good, man. Like, it's exciting to hear because, I mean, we were like the way it started. I mean, we started this when we both already had a podcast. So, you know what I mean? That's uh, that's good because, like, I've already, I've already, when I've already said this, and I keep saying this, is that. There, I mean, it's the same. It's not a different version of you. It's just the content is different. And I feel that when you are speaking on whether I have you a guest on the 28 Minutes or Less, or you're speaking, even when you are a guest on uh, First Class, like, it's just, it's not a different version of you. It's just the content is different. 
And I think that that just shows how well-rounded like you are and like the things that you're interested in. And I think people, I think people need to hear that because like we mostly stay around the movie. We might veer off a little bit or we might veer off to the point of like something to dealing with the movie or we might give you a personal story. Like you gave a personal story last week on, um, not last week, well, the episode that was supposed to be last week, but it was a couple of days ago. But um, the whole story of what you used to do, you know what I'm saying, when you was riding to these colleges, you know what I'm saying, watching Paid in Full, you know what I mean? So, you know, we, <laughs> so, so, you know what I'm saying, we, we always tend to, you know, throw a little personal personal joint in there. So, uh, sure. I th- yeah, but I, th- I think it's good, man. So, definitely, everybody need to go. If you haven't unsubscribed, you know what I'm saying, resubscribe to the Already Home podcast. Yeah, man, and it's just one of them things that, um, and saying it to you, I know you know exactly how I feel, man. It's just like when it's that first one, and it's the one that you've been doing for so long. It's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like having, you know, what I'm saying your first kid, man. You know, that's the one that you, you know, what I'm saying put all your work and effort into. You had the highest energy with, you know, what I'm saying you went through your trials and errors and everything else. So. Yeah, man, it's just, it was crazy because at first, like, I didn't even realize that it was still going. I thought I had shut the whole thing down. And I just so happened to um, be signing in the anchor, and I hit the wrong button. Well, not the wrong button, but I used the wrong login, and it mm-hmm. popped up. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I forgot this is still leaving. You know what I'm saying? So, people, like I said, man, um, people was listening to it, and then, like, not too long ago, I told you, you know what I'm saying, like some people from South Africa was hitting me up, emailing me about using it. And I was like, I mean, I don't, depending on what you're using it for, I don't really care. But so, yeah, outside of that, man, you know, I'm just, I'm I'm excited to see where, you know what I'm saying, this one take me. You know, this one, the you know what I'm saying, the Viewers Anonymous is fun because first and foremost, you know what I'm saying, I got a reason to watch movies and TV, so. Now, you know what I'm saying, can't nobody stop me like, man, you watch too much TV. I got to watch TV. This is a part of what I do. <laughs> this is a part of what I do. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's it's borderline my job. So, like, you can't really stop me from doing that. But, you know what I'm saying, outside of that, you know what I'm saying, now I can go back and, and kind of, you know what I'm saying, do some other things and get into a different, you know what I'm saying, groove. And, um, I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I got like I said, I got to talk to Gan and, and see what he's uh, see what he's you know what I'm saying gonna do with everything and you know what I'm saying maybe we can pull it back and and get it to what it used to be or if not you know I could still change it and, and make it something you know that's the the beauty of ownership. Oh yeah, like dude, you took the words right out of my mouth. I don't know if you heard that last episode, but I said the same thing, man, on the anniversary episode where I was like, mm-hmm. yo, like. That that stolen time podcast, like I was like, like that's my baby. Like that was the, that was the first one. Like that yeah. very first episode was raw as hell. Like it was just I never podcast before. I was solo. I went on my so <laughs> my very first pod, man. Very first pod solo. I think I probably went by fifty minutes, maybe 45, yeah. 50 minutes. Solo. I remember when you was doing them solo. That shit was throw me for a loop. I told you, and I don't. This is this ain't you. You know this ain't the first time you heard this from me. I still can't figure out to this day how you was able to sit there for almost an hour and more 
and talking about different topics like that, like without bouncing off energy from somebody or, you know what I'm saying, just just able to shoot out just that conversation by yourself for that time, like you was my inspiration for a lot of the stuff that I was doing solo, like when I was doing the isolated society joint solo or if I was, uh, when I was doing it on Facebook and having people call in like that, I was using a lot of the tactics that you that I was getting from you. I was using that a lot of times doing that. So, yeah, I, the fact that you was doing that, man, that was amazing. Man, it's it's crazy. I don't even know. I mean, I think by by two times, I got into the zone where I didn't even know. Cause I I know I think the longest one I might have done maybe two that went over hour fifteen, hour twenty. Just straight up solo, like by myself. I'm like, yeah. And it's just like I just lost track of time. It's like, damn, I went that long. Like, it's it's I don't know, man. Like, it's it's definitely I, like I ain't being braggadocious uh, or anything, but it's like it's it's definitely a skill. Like, it ain't a no, lot yeah, of people sure. that can do it. But you know, I just feel like a lot of that is just what I always tell you. It's like when you have so much to say about something and nobody around you was interested in that shit, it'd be like, all right, well, <laughs> shit, my audience, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll fuck with it because it's like, you know, nobody else that, you know what I'm saying, that I personally talked to is interested in, you know, what I got to say. So, you know what I'm saying? I got this platform to be able to get this shit off. And I mean, you know, potting for five years is like, it's, is what's amazing about it is that nobody never said it to me personally, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there's been some people like back in 2017 that was like, shit, he'll stop doing that shit. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm pretty sure like it's been said. And if they even paying attention, like, damn, man, this damn dude still doing that shit. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things. But, uh, but yeah, like forever, man, the Southern Time podcast is always going to be like, you know what I'm saying? My, my first, you know what I'm saying? Podcast child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, rest in peace to my guy, you know, and just, uh, Ah man, it's tough because cause I'm telling you, I, I ain't trying to go on this road. I swear, we about to do the podcast, but like it just, mm-hmm. man, boy, it'd be like so many days go by. And it'd be like, man, like I need my guy, like fuck podcasts, just like yeah. him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he was that person that could get me through a lot of shit, and it's just like, fuck, man, like I'd be going through some shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, man, if I could just call my guy up. You know, for him to tell me what to do, give me some advice on something. And I try to think, like, all right, Aunt would do this or he would say this. So, I mean, because we spent so much time together, you know what I'm saying? I kind of can pick up on some of his thinking of, like, oh, well, he probably yeah. would do this in this situation. So, you know what I'm saying? I try to I try to live by that model of, like, what will Uncle Washington do? You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, he still, he still, he still lives. You know what I'm saying? He still lived within me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I just want to say that because, you know, you brought up the already home and it's just like it's like you took the words out of my mouth. He was like, yo, like that's my first child and like that was man. that was the first child, man. Because it's like I, don't, I think I think people don't understand just like how much effort and energy was put into creating that, you know what I'm saying? Like making that become a, a an actual idea 
and taking it and making it become something real. Like this was just something that for me, at least I sat down and I was like, yo, I'm going to start a podcast. And it took me, you know what I'm saying? Like weeks on weeks to come up with a name, to come up with, you know what I'm saying? The artwork for it, to come up with an introduction song and, you know what I'm saying? And um, coming up with, you know what I'm saying? Topics and ideas and working on segments and, you know what I'm saying? Like, throughout that whole time of doing it, like, I think I probably changed the show around, like, four or five times. You know what I'm saying? Went through two different co-hosts. You know what I'm saying? And then I had three co-hosts. I mean, I had three of us all together at one time. And then, you know what I'm saying? They went from one co-host to three co-hosts. I mean, went from two co-hosts to three co-hosts back to two co-hosts with a whole different co-host. Then went back to me being myself. I mean, being by myself. and You know what I'm saying? Just doing a whole bunch of different stuff in the midst of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of it was, you know what I'm saying, doing everything by myself. Nobody else was helping me out or, you know, for any of that. And it's just like, I put a lot of time and effort and energy into that. And, you know what I'm saying? To see it go to, you know what I'm saying, just basically at a standstill and know that people are still going back and listening to those episodes. You know what I'm saying? It, it makes you feel real good, man. It kind of let you know, like, all that, you know what I'm saying, that you put into it was worth it because with people that still enjoying that content till this day. And that was, you know, that's like two, three year old, maybe four year old content at this point. So yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's dope to see that. <clears throat> and then and y'all, this is the last point. Just knowing like I've reaped somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I never had like, you know what I'm saying, like a huge ass audience or anything like that. But I at least had like three people that told me like, "Yo, like, like this." But really, more than that, more, more, maybe more like five. Like people tell me like, "Yo, like that podcast, like, like it did something." You know what I mean? Like it motivated me, or you know what I'm saying, or gave me the belief in doing stuff like this. Like they're just like you know, Jamar. He was just like, "Yo, like I heard you." And I'm sorry, I heard you and Uncle Washington and. You know what I'm saying? This dude started a whole damn network enterprise, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You know, just off of listening to the Stolen Time podcast. So it was a uh, those early podcasts was dope, man. So hopefully, you know, even with this, I mean, I know we are speaking on you know content that other people have done, but you know what I'm saying? I hope that still like motivate people to be like, you know, I've always wanted to do either a movie podcast or or you know an mm-hmm. album review podcast. You know, anything like that to where they were like, yo, I'm going to take it into my own hands and, you know what I'm saying, do my shit myself. Because I'll say this, and we're going to the feature presentation. Anybody can start fucking, you know what I'm saying, movie review podcast. But the one thing that they can't do, nobody can be asked out Foster and Scoots Bronson. You know what I mean? So they can do the same. You can be a lot. You can't be duplicated. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all can start to have the same format and do the same movie. Hey, it ain't going to sound like that. You can take the artwork. You can steal the, <laughs> the intro. You can do all that, bro. It's not going to be the same. That's And that's why I try to tell people, like, because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get, I don't know if you get people, but I get a lot of people that tell me, like, yo, can you help me start a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, I'll show you how to do everything from the artwork to, the, you know what I mean? The, if you want to intro or not want to intro, like, I can show you how to do all of that. i show you how to edit and everything but the thing is is the one thing i can't show you how to do is how to be consistent 
The one thing I can't show you how to do is how to be focused. I can't show you how to, when when it's those days where you don't feel like talking about nothing, to go in and, you know what I'm saying, hit that record button and get busy. I can't make you, you know what I'm saying, I can't teach you how to, you know what I'm saying, when there's nothing to talk about, how to figure out something to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's certain things that you can't teach people how to do. It's just something that they have to, you know what I'm saying, learn through trial and error. Like I said, that's just that's something that's a, a key part of it. But also, one thing you can't teach people how to do is you can't teach people how to be patient enough to learn the processes. And then on top of that, you also can't teach them how to be patient enough to accept the fact that those first few episodes, are not going to get listened to. <laughs> yeah. Those first few episodes are not going to get any kind of engagement, reach, play, nothing. You're just going to have to accept it for what it is, and you're basically just getting in there just to basically have something that, that people can go look at when you start actually, you know what I'm saying, getting that recognition. But until about maybe, I don't know, let's say maybe like your ninth or tenth episode, you are not going to get a lot of play at all. I can guarantee you that. Unless you coming out with like a, a major sponsorship or somebody backing you, or you mm-hmm. done been on an episode of maybe Brilliant Idiots or the Joe Budden Pod or Joe Rogan or something like that, like starting out, yeah, you're not gonna get no love. So don't expect that. This is true. As soon as you record a hundred or a thousand or a million people listening to it, you may you may be lucky enough to get five. This is true, and like the, the, I told I told Jamar, I said, "Yo," I told him the same thing you just said, and he was like, "Yo," he was like, "You were right," and and then he was just like, "When I took my focus off of that, he was like, that's when it started to grow." So, yeah, man. So listen, man, we here. Yes, sir. We found we finally here, man. Uh, yeah. One of the best Netflix shows, you know what I'm saying, to ever hit on this platform, the streaming platform of Netflix. And I'm going to tell you now, I didn't see, like, back when I first got Netflix, you know what I'm saying, when they used to mail out the DVDs and joint, I never seen this coming, man. (laughs) Yo, real quick, what's the first DVD? Do you remember the first DVD you got from Netflix? Boy, I I have no idea. I, I, I don't remember. I ain't even gonna lie. I don't even remember when I first. I mean, it had to be about. Let me see. It had to be at least around about 2012, 13, or something like that. But I can't remember the movie. I would. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Why you remember the first movie you got? Yeah, the first movie. I forgot what the name of it is, but I remember what the movie was. So. It was a movie um, that, like, the I, you might know what it is. It's, it, I think it's called, like, Something Wave. The Final Wave or something like that. I don't know. But the movie basically was the aliens had came down and took over, like, New York or whatever, right? And uh-huh. it was like they was in the middle of a party or something. And when they was at the party, you know what I'm saying, they was um, – they was all seeing like these spaceships come down, but the spaceships was like when when the aliens came out the spaceships like they was taking people and they was grabbing them by the head and they was like 
drilling a hole in their head and sucking in their brain. But if they couldn't catch them, they would hit them like with this this beam, this blue beam into their eyes, and it would like put them in a trance to where they could catch them. I forgot what it's called, but I think it's called like the final wave or the last wave or something like that. But they, it's another, it's another show on Netflix. Um, that uh, that they did. It's like the the sequel or the prequel or something to it. But they read they they did another movie to it though. But I forgot what it's called. But it got wave or something in it. I know that for a fact. And it's about aliens coming and like taking over the, you know, what I'm saying the world. And it was just like. It was a weird, weird, uh, weird movie, but it was good for what it was. And I had got it on DVD, and I never gave the DVD back. <laughs> yeah, and that so, was one of the things where you just paid for the movie, basically. Like they just yeah, took out like nineteen ninety nine or some shit. Definitely took out twenty five dollars total. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's, man, that's crazy. when uh, Redbox was jumping. Yeah, man, I just hit up that Redbox like crazy, bud. Yes, sir, ninety nine cent, man. If you, but if you kept it past like like forty eight hours or some shit, then it's like they tacked like on five dollar charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, man. But listen, man. Woo! This is but, this is definitely a top three show. Yeah, yeah. Like Stranger Things is definitely in there. It's it's. It's a show that I have been personally, you know what I'm saying, involved with. Like, what? This, it started. When did it start? It started 2016. Yeah, I better say 16, 17. Yeah, it started out 2016. And it was just, you know what I mean? Like, you're watching it, and it's just, it just gave you that different vibe. And it's like so you're watching it, and and like, what's great about it is they found a great way to keep evolving the story. Like usually, when you have a show that like this show is entering into its fourth year, but then it's kind of like you can see in some shows where if if it's extended, they start grasping for straws. You know what I mean? And it's like they they sitting there trying to continue a story, but they don't have the greatest writers or the best material. Like with this show, it has constantly got better every season. It has gotten better, and for them to find a way to do that and to take, you know what I'm saying? These these mainly four kids and well, really, five, five, because right? I always forget about I always forget about my dude, uh, Will. But like, you take these five kids and to involve it the way that they have, and then everybody keep doing all these jokes about Will because they say Will look about twenty five. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, for some odd reason, out of the whole crew, he's the one that matured the most. I don't know why. He, yeah, man, he look uh, he look about as old as Steve, like. Like what is going on? He looked, <laughs> he looked the youngest in season one. Will looked the youngest in the smallest in season one, but all of a sudden, my man just hit a growth spurt, right? And then just like you can tell, he you can tell he's shaving, like it's, it's trash. Well, 
His haircut? Yeah. Horrible. That bowl yeah, cut? That, that bowl cut. Yeah, man. It's super garbage. Yeah, they need to uh, – I mean, they they staying with the times, though. You know what I'm saying? Lucas got the uh, got the box cut. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 bowl cut, man. I feel bad for him. He's the one that got a rocket. Cause, I mean, somebody had to have it. I mean, for '80s, somebody had to have it. You know what I'm saying? It was it was way too many. Gave him. They could have gave him a dagger or mullet, something, man. They ain't had to give my man the bowl cut, bro. That bowl cut. Horrible. Like, look, like my man Mike, my man Mike got the mop top, you know what I'm saying? Um, Eleven got the, well, she different. She got the fade, though. And then, you know what I'm saying, Max got the pigtails. You know what I mean? They could have, they could have gave my man, uh, uh, Will, a, a, you know what I'm saying, a mullet or a shag or something like that, man. Well, you know, Max's brother was the one that had the mullet. Saying, man, in honor, in honor of Billy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My nigga Will could have had the, the mullet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, shit, man. So, man, listen. I told you earlier before we started, man, like, there's so much to cover. I'm a rambler, so I don't know where to start, man. What, what What's the best part of this show that we need to start, man, when it comes to season four? First and foremost, man, we have to start with um the crew back. So, so for season four, we got two different locations. Well, we got really three different locations. But we starting off with two different locations. We got a crew. In, we got the half of the crew in California. We got the other half of the crew back home in Hawking. And um, we gonna go ahead and start at Hawking, man, with probably one of the greatest social clubs ever. <laughs> you know what I'm Hellfire Club, bro. The Hellfire Club is, to me, one of the greatest pieces put into this story because this is as 80s as it can get. You have this group of high schoolers who are super nerds, and they are D&D hardcore players. And if nobody knows anything about D&D, that is not Do Not Disturb. That is Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons is one of the top, top things in the 80s, man, amongst nerds. Like, it's people that still to this day play Dungeons and Dragons as if this was, like, the 80s itself. Um, even though it's, like, in video games and everything else, they still have groups that literally play Dungeons and Dragons the original way it was supposed to be played. And, you know what I'm saying, the fact that they had the leader, my man Eddie Munson, you know what I'm saying? They were on his campaign, you know, and they were all trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying, how to defeat, you know what I'm saying, the evil Vecna and all this other stuff. Like, so the fact that they were coming together and really showing them, you know what I'm saying, doing this, and then, you know what I'm saying, the people in the media was talking about the, the D&D was a, was a ritual that was releasing demons <laughs> and having kids kill each other. Like, it was just, it, it just, to me, man, like, that was, that was, like, the, the best part of this show because it showed you just how wild and how uninformed people are sometimes. Like, if anybody would have just took a few seconds to go downstairs and, and watch their kids play this game, because that's, that's really all it is. It's a, it's a made-up fairytale game. 
it's a fantasy game. And if they would have just sat there and listened to the, you know, some of the stuff that their kids were saying playing the game, they would realize that this is not letting the devil in. They're making this stuff up as they go along. They, you know what I'm saying? They're creating characters and all this other stuff and creating powers and all this other stuff. They're using these different dices and dies and all this stuff. And it's, it's a pretty cool game once you actually see people play it and hear about people talk about it and everything else. But it's like the way that the media was just so entranced and like, yeah, and this, the, you know, these kids are devil worshipers and they got a group called the Hellfire Club and da, da, da. And I'm like, bro, just, it was just so great. It was just so authentic to me for, you know, since to see that. So, um, you know what I'm saying? You got the Hellfire Club. You got my man, um, Lucas, who is um, in the Hellfire Club, but then he's also, you know what I'm saying, kind of in the battle because he's a basketball player too. And, you know what I'm saying, he's made the varsity team. He ain't getting much PT, but he on the team. So, you know what I'm saying, he kind of got a battle there going. And then um, – Dude's name that's in there. Uh, it's Mike and um. What's the dude with the list? Oh, oh, oh! I was like, who is he talking about? You talking about Dustin? Dustin, yeah. That, I can't. I I can't believe I forgot. Shout out to Dustin because that he is the man too. We we gonna get into him because he yeah. he is definitely the man. But also, we gotta shout out to Erica, man. Because Erica was a late addition to Hellfire, and people were slipping on her. And she came in, and she completely, you know what I'm saying, gave it flavor. The thing about Erica was, like, her character, you know, throughout the seasons, she was just Lucas' little sister. But I think every time, like, they gave her a little camera time, everybody was like, yo, man, that girl is good. And I felt that they they was forced to have to extend her, you know what I'm saying, her uh her running time because they were like, yo, like this girl got charisma and people love this girl. So they end up giving her, you know what I'm saying, basically like more PT. And it's yeah. just like, yo, and, well, and she after that episode, she she had to step in for Lucas. And they played, and they was like, you know what I'm saying? They, they did the side-by-side the side with Lucas playing the, you know what I'm saying, hoop game, and yeah. he come in, and he win the game, and then, you know what I'm saying, his little sister win it for Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, my goodness. She did it. That episode, to me, is definitely one of the best episodes um, of this season, only because, like you said, it's incorporating Erica into this, but also it's helping her become a main character. And in a sense, we kind of losing Max, you know what I'm saying? Later on, we'll talk about that. But in a sense, we kind of losing Max in this. Um, and this is one of those shows where it's adding other – I mean, this is one of those shows where you get characters and then you'll lose characters at the same time. So you never know who's going to be a part of the cast. You never know who's going to stay, who's going to go, any of that. And it's always just this big – you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we know the, the core group is going to stay there, of course. But we don't know who's going to be additions and who's going to be subtractions. Um, just like last year, we thought that um, – um, um, uh, the dude that went to Russia. Oh, 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 Hopper. Hopper. We thought Hopper was gone. We – this season, we find out that Hopper ain't gone. Hopper didn't die. Hopper is somehow in fucking Russia. 
You know what I'm saying? We get introduced. A Russian prisoner. <laughs> yeah, a Russian prisoner. You know what I'm saying? We get introduced to the security guard. We get introduced to, um, what's the dude's name? I, Ivan or Ivert or uh, the dude that you be talk- flying the plane? Oh, uh, I not Ivy. Um, yo, what's that motherfucking name? He got on my damn nerves. Um, the asshole, bro. Damn, what's that dude name? I can't, I can't remember. But the dude that did yeah. the plan. It was. It started with an I, I know for sure. But we, you know, what I'm saying we end up getting introduced to him. We see that the Russians are, and this is another thing that I like about Stranger Things too. They make sure that the the times that they're talking about, especially the eighties, they make sure that they keep it as true to the eighties as possible. Because not only is America beefing with Russia, the Russians have somehow found a way to get a fucking demi hound and a demi gorgon. <laughs> and they found <laughs> a way to get them and trap them and use them as weapons. And, and and they or at least they experimenting with using them as weapons. And that is a scary, scary thing. But we also find out that, you know what I'm saying, it's it's a lot of different things going on. And then we get introduced to um the newest character, Vecna, who is basically like the top general of all this shit. You know what I'm saying? They and or at least we think so. You know what I'm saying? We realize that the Mind Flayer is out here doing this thing still. And, you know what I'm saying? It's taking over um, two people, or it had took over two people and basically uh, had used them to create portals and basically bring his energy and strengthen him up to be able to come back from what we later find out to be something super, super interesting, um, which to me, once we find out who Vecna really is, is crazy. This is true. And while we still kind of on that thing of like, you know, gaining characters and losing characters. So like we lost Billy Mm -hmm. last year in uh, season three. Now within season three, we kind of get introduced to Robin, but now Robin is, She's a part of the crew now. You know what I'm saying? Now she's actually going into the upside down and actually helping. Like, like now she got involved last year. You know what I'm saying? Because I think because she worked at the store with my man, Steven. And like, so within just being around Steven and then Steven and Dustin got like this, like this good friendship to where it's just like you could tell that. They are more close, like he's more close to the Dustin than he is to really kind of anybody else in the crew. And it's like a big brother, little brother thing. Oh. Yeah. And then like with him working, when he working with Robin, it's you know what I'm saying, her getting brought in, it's just like you see the elevation of her character as well. So I think Stranger Things has done a really, really good job with like, okay, we might lose somebody. But what we're going to do, we're going to elevate, you know what I'm saying, some of these characters that we bring in. So I think, and then, like, even, like, Murray, like, Murray was brought in as kind of, like, of a side character. Now he is, you know what I'm saying, he went to Russia with him. Like, if anytime they, like, needed something to where, like, so 
you remember when before they went to Russia? So he was talking to Joyce. Like Joyce had got in contact with him, and um, she was trying to build like that thing in the front yard. Uh, what was she trying to do? Because she got a letter. She got a ransom letter. So she got the ransom letter, basically saying that Hopper was alive. So she had to call Murray. And then, like, even Murray's character last uh, last season, like, he was like that that smart guy, that tech guy that turned out to be very useful. But even in this season, he got way more running time than he did last year. So I just think that they do a really good job in um, in character development of bringing people on. And even when you lose somebody, you don't really lose them. Because think about it. So what's my man's name? Uh, Billy. Billy. So we lose Billy. You know what I'm saying? Max brother. But yeah. we still, you know, he, he he popped up. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? On like two or three instances back. But you know what I'm saying? It was Max dreams. You know what I'm saying? When, when Max was under. And I like what they did because they – I told you this off air before. This season four, to me, was a mixture of Nightmare on Elm Street and It. Like, I felt they kind of, they found a way to combine, like, those two things. And it's it's their own thing, but it's similar to it. And the way that they did it, they did it so fucking good to where it's like, yo, like, I fuck with Vetna more than them. You know what I'm saying? Freddie, like, it, it was like they, they did so good. At, and I think for me, the reason I say it, because I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's young kids that, that's, that's carrying the heavy load. And like, that's what the first, you know what I'm saying? The first chapter it is, is the, you know what I'm saying? The kids that are carrying the load and they have to basically fight the monsters to beat them. So I get these it vibes, but I also get the Nightmare on Elm Street vibes. Like, did you did you kind of feel that too? Definitely, Rebecca. The, um, I definitely thought that was one of the first things that came to me was this is kind of like the transition of all of those '80s horror movies. The only ones that we really haven't gotten to me was like would be like Jason. Um, shout out to Michael Myers because you know what I'm saying we had a little small cameo of Michael Myers in this one. Um, you know what I'm saying we didn't get. Uh, we won't get like Leatherface or nothing like that, but we definitely got, you know what I'm saying, Freddy, we got it. Like all of those psychological horrors that would have been in, you know what I'm saying, that time, we kind of, you know what I'm saying, got that. And in a sense, it's, it's kind of giving a little bit of, um, a little bit somewhere in there um, with the, the whole Demi Gorgon and all them and the upside down and all that. Like to me, that's, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of that too. But um definitely um Nightmare on Elm Street with the way that Vecna is taking over their bodies and making them kind of hallucinate and see things that they, you know what I'm saying, think is you know, is there but and is at the end of the day it's truly not. And then you kinda see them going into the whole coma thing. So um yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I, I thought that and um I appreciated it, like I said, because to me, the fact that this is set in the 80s, like, they're really doing their best 
to make sure like this is as eighties as possible. Like even even when you see Max with the Walkman, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. That's a it, it's a Walkman. Even the TV sets that they have, even the fact like you know what I'm saying that they you know what I'm saying they using home phones. They using the phones on the walls. You know what I'm saying like stuff like that. Um, the the cars that they drive in. You know what I'm saying even the pizza van is like a Volkswagen van for real. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it, they're, even the way that they dressing, it looks like, you know what I'm saying, some teenage kids from the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The hairstyles, like you brought up earlier, you know what I'm saying, that's showing it. So, for sure, like, it's giving you that, it's giving you everything that uh, the uh, It would or Nightmare on Elm Street would, for sure. Yeah, man. And then, like, to, like, when I was talking about character development and actually bringing in new people when you lose someone. It's, it's kind of like we lose one, gain two kind of like a thing. And like when it comes to Vecna or you know what I'm saying, one, like for them to the whole time, we don't it's like we get the first season in 2016 and we introduced to 11. And you're like, okay. So then we start understanding about Papa and all this type shit. So it's like, okay. So she's 11. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be a 10, 9, 8, 7, you know what I'm saying? Right. To show us what they shown us and we don't get the answer or the payoff for that shit till fucking season four to come, come to find out the whole time it was number one. The whole time. We had no idea that that damn big ass, what they call that thing? I forget what the name of it was, because they had another name for it. It wasn't, but that's it's the mind flare, but it's called something else, right? Yeah, it had a name. I can't remember what it was, but the whole time that being number one, we had no idea, and it all goes back to when Eleven was there, and she, you know, what I'm saying, pushed him into the wall. But with them pushing him into the wall, she opened up a portal, and it sent him into some kind of hell version where it ended up being like the upside down like she really like created like a whole fucking world not even knowing what she was doing and for us to get the answer and the payoff for this shit you know what I'm saying six years later like come on man like they they murdered that shit man they murdered that and, and then it still ain't over that's the best part about this whole thing it, it really, like, this is really the, it was really like an intro for the next season because we only really got, like, if you're really watching this, the, the most of this is just the buildup of storyline. It's only, like, two or three episodes where they really getting busy and getting to it as far as, like, giving you some sort of action or something like that. Basically, to me, I felt like this season was just to explain a lot of the stuff that was going on and connecting some of the dots that, you know what I'm saying, was kind of, you know what I'm saying, was just out there, you know what I'm saying, all willy-nilly, you know what I'm saying, tying up loose ends. Because, you know what I'm saying, we kind of got an explanation for the way Max was really feeling. You know what I'm saying? Her and Lucas had a little moment in season three, and then next thing you know, we see it in this new season, like she kind of standoffish with everybody. We see that, you know what I'm saying, Mike and Eleven, they're kind of going through, you know what I'm saying, their first little relationship problems. It, You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. They separated. It's like a long-distance relationship. Um, you know what I'm saying? Will is, 
you can tell he's affected. He kind of got like a PSD with everything that has went on. So like he's kind of trying to acclimate himself into, you know what I'm saying, being a normal kid. But at the same time, it's like he really, you know what I'm saying, he really can't do it. His brother got a, you know what I'm saying, a friend and they smoking weed and, you know what I'm saying, riding around and doing all that. Um, you know what I'm saying? He with um Mike's sister now and you know what I'm saying, they boyfriend and girlfriend and they doing their thing. Um and then you got the crew back home. Uh, you know, it's just like it's it's all different. You know what I'm saying? Everything you can tell everything is different, everything is changing up. And you know, seeing how they have to go through all of these different changes after what they've already been through and then to continue to go through that again but having to deal with these changes as well is is very interesting like you know what I'm saying the 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 internal battle that Lucas has with being with his friends and doing the hellfire club compared to you know what I'm saying getting some new friends and you know what I'm saying not being you know what I'm saying the nerd anymore not getting beat up anymore and being a part of the varsity basketball team. Um, you know what I'm saying? Dustin and, you know what I'm saying, his internal battle with, you know what I'm saying, do he want, do, does he want to be, uh, you know what I'm saying, like kind of mentored by Eddie, or do he, you know what I'm saying, want to keep the mentorship he already has? Um, I already talked about Will with, you know what I'm saying, him trying to, figure out, you know what I'm saying, where he stands just in general because, you know, he's already awkward. Um, you know what I'm saying, Mike having to deal with the fact that, you know, his girlfriend lives in a whole other state and, you know, having to deal with the fact that does he tell her I love her, you know what I'm saying, the, the normal high school kid stuff, but does, do I, you know what I'm saying, do I tell her I love her or do I respond to her when she says she loves me and, you know, all the stuff that she writing, do I write back, you know what I'm saying, that type of thing. So, like, everybody has their own conflict going on on top of having to deal with the fact that Vecna has basically let loose and, you know what I'm saying, wreaked havoc on Hawkins once again. And the one person that was left out that's going through their struggles is Eleven. Eleven yeah. lost her powers. Yep. So now she's dealing with the whole fact of losing her powers, going to a new school, Mm-hmm. Not being popular, not fitting in, you know what I'm saying? The bully girl is, you know what I'm saying, picking on her and, and she's trying to find of like, all right, like what what do I do? Like, do I, you know what I'm saying? Do I try to say things to fit in? That's just like when when the one girl, you know what I'm saying, did the uh humiliated her. And so the teacher asked, like, what happened? She was like, Oh, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so she what she was trying to do was like, all right, well, the right thing to do in this situation is basically not to snitch, uh, snitch on this girl and maybe we'll be friends. And it still didn't turn out that way. So Eleven is going through not only Mike being, you know what I'm saying, so many miles away in another state, but then she has to try to make friends because the only friend that she got is Will. But like, she wants some female friends because like because you got to remember max was really like the only one like you know what i'm saying like and then max came on what was it late season one or season two no i think max was season like late season two because so, um 
it may it may have even been season three because remember she's Billy's little sister. Yeah. So season three. So it might have been season three. So like she was just it was just nice to just basically have another girl around her age. You know what I'm saying? So they kicked it off. So she also dealing with she had to leave Max as well. The only like other girl that was, you know what I'm saying, that knew her powers, that was close to her and all that type of stuff. So now she goes to this new school, you know what I'm saying? And then she wants everything to be perfect when Mike came and then they go out skating and that shit didn't go as well. And then she pulled the whole thing when she tried to do her powers and she took the hand up and she's just standing she there. laughed at her. <laughs> like, I was like, she wow. She her shit with that skate. Uh, yeah, yeah, she fucked her up, man. Eleven got arrested. Yeah, hey, <laughs> that's what that's that's what happens, man. In the eighties, when you bully somebody, you get hit in the fucking face with a skate. I'm telling you, like that's like, yeah, it's. I thought that that was um, a nice thing to throw in there because with with her losing her powers, that's when they went back into you know what I'm saying back in the time. And had to put her through that same stuff that she went through for her to regain her powers. And within putting her through that, you know I'm saying all that, that testing and all that stuff that they needed to do, she had to refine herself. And within refining herself to get her powers back, that's when it's revealed to us that the whole time that like, yo, it was number one. It was from what you did. The number one is the reason all of this shit is even happening in the first place. So to be able to add that to the storyline, because they like the thing is they did it perfectly. Like it's it's happening in the show that I'm watching right now. Like I talked to you about it before. Like, you know what I'm saying? One of my favorite TNT shows is Animal Kingdom. And they started this last last season. And what they did was they started showing why the mother was the way that she was, because they started showing her back when she was like you know, 19, 20, 21 years old and shit. And then now they're showing us when her oldest child, her oldest twins were in high school. Like it's basically giving you the backstory and like within 11 having to go back, that gave us the backstory to explain everything that happened three seasons prior. So I thought that they did a phenomenal job with that to add that to the storyline of like, okay, now within going back, we're going to explain everything that y'all have seen within just season four. And like you said, and they still ain't done. Yeah, they definitely not done. So, you know, so we talked a lot about the main cast, man. Let's get into um, the new, you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, I almost said some wild shit. The new bad guy. I was about to call this nigga baddie. The new bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to stop myself from that one. But the new bad guy, man, the new antagonist is Vector. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Before, before we get into Vector, before we get into Vector, mm-hmm. we have to, uh, we haven't went to Russia. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So, so, um, I'm glad you said that because you also brought up an interesting thing with Eleven. But what you didn't bring up is the fact that Hopper is not there for her this time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's a that was a huge, huge piece of her getting along with everybody and getting acclimated into being a kid. Um, not just in Hawking, but just in general. Um, you know what I'm saying? And she gained some friends out of that. She gained some family out of that too. Um, but now Hopper is quote unquote gone. 
and she has to navigate that with her new um, adopted family with Will and Joyce and uh, I forgot what the brother's name is. Um, but so we find out that Hopper did not die. Hopper is basically in some Russian concentration camp, um, basically building railroad tracks in the snow. And when we see Hopper, you know what I'm saying, you get that feeling like, oh, yeah, my boy coming back. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, we find out that um, I think the dude's name is Anton or Antov or something. Which you talking about? Um, security guard. The security guard. Yeah. Nah, that dude's name was uh uh shit. What's that dude's name? I don't know. How to say that shit. How you, how you spell it? What's the crazy ass name? D M I T R I. Oh, Dimitri. Yeah. So. Oh, that, that was that the Russian way. Yeah. Oh. His name cool. was Dimitri. No, what it looked like. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I don't where the fuck I get Anton. Anyway, that's how you know I, be I used to play 007 because that's probably where I got that from. Um, so basically, Dimitri is the security guard who is a, like the mole for the U.S. government or something like that. And um, basically, Hopper is getting everything from him. These two are in cahoots. They're working together to get Hopper to escape and go back to America. Um, so what did you think of that? Because that was a that was a weird way that they introduced that to the show too. Like at first he was like beating on Hopper and talking crazy to him, and then like next thing you know, they go behind the crates and he like, yeah, your friend said that they gonna be bringing the money and then the plane gonna be. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute, like, what is going on here? So, what did you think about Dimitri and Hopper, man, in, in that situation? Yeah, yeah, that that, and then that whole thing like turned into a damn friendship at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like, which was it was a weird, it was a weird friendship, and like, yo, like, I'm watching this shit and I'm like, yo, Hopper's out here. Running around in the snow, no shoes. No shoes. Like barely got yeah. a coat. <laughs> yeah, barely got a coat on. And like they feeding them this slop. Like, man, that looked like the most watered down oatmeal I ever seen in my life. Like it was just it was just so yeah, but like it was so weird, man. Like um seeing that whole thing develop the way that it did, and then for them to have all those demogorgons just you know what I'm saying, just Mm-hmm. Yeah, on on standby, like like what the fuck, like it was it was just so weird. And then they sending these these prisoners to go in there and fight them for entertainment and all that type shit. Like the whole Russia, excuse me, the whole Russia scene was wild. And then like the whole thing of like the the one guy, man, was his name Avi? No, it wasn't Avi. No, it wasn't Avi. Can't remember what it was. But like he ended up being shady, um, you know what I'm saying? That Murray and, and Joyce had ended up getting with, and they ended up muscling him into a way of like you know getting them to actually take him to the prison and all that type shit. But you know the whole thing of you know Dimitri getting caught up, and then they end up putting him in prison. You know what I'm saying in the same room as Hopper, and then that's when they 
really started, you know what I'm saying, sitting down and kind of learning each other to where they ended up kind of becoming friends or whatnot and kind of used each other to really get themselves out of a bad situation. Because I think Demetrius just wanted – I think he just wanted money because I think that he just really wanted to get out of that job. I think that he really didn't like the job, so he kind of set up this whole ransom letter to uh, – because I guess he just figured, like, you know, people in America got to have money, so let me use this American dude, you know what I'm saying, to get some ransom money, and then I can start being a security guard. So I think in the beginning he was trying to use them, but then he was like, you know what, I'm locked up with this dude. Maybe we should team up and try to, you know, figure out a way to get ourselves out of this situation. So I thought I thought the, uh, I thought that that was very necessary. I mean, we kind of, we kind of knew this was coming because the very last thing that we saw in season three was when they kind of like went through the thing and then like they said that this is Russia or whatnot and then it showed us that Demogorgon. So we knew we was going to get something from Russia, but we didn't exactly know what it was going to be. So uh, it was uh, it was cool though, man. Even though even though that, that damn plane dude he got on my nerve, but like God damn. Okay. His name was Yuri. Yuri. Yeah. That's what it was. Because I remember the one thing he said, Yuri, Murray, Murray, Yuri. And they started yeah. Yeah. And then um, Dimitri's last name is Antonov. That's what I was thinking of. Um, gotcha. So that's that's where I got Anton from. I knew I wasn't tripping. Uh, but, yeah, to me, I thought it was dope because, you know what I'm saying, we – it kind of gave you like that red dawn feeling when whenever it was Russia, like you know what I'm saying. You got this one American that's you know what I'm saying. He they ain't really beefing with Russia, but they are beefing with Russia. And then you know what I'm saying, like they kind of shitting on them every chance they get, call them stupid American and all this other stuff. Um, so I think that the the Russia thing is is super interesting because we already knew that the season three. It was some stuff with Russia that we didn't know nothing about. And then now we kind of figuring out, like you said, what's going on with them having the demigorgon and the demi hound there. And it's like, all right, how are they how did they get that? What's going on? Like where are they, you know what I'm saying? Um, what are they plans for it and everything else? And then we kind of figure out basically, you know what I'm saying, what the plan is and everything else. And to me, the most interesting part of the Russia thing we found out that they had a demogorgon. They kind of told us that they had one without really telling us. Um, but when they was all sitting at the table eating, and they were supposed to eliminate them. And, you know, they like, you know, they telling the stories of the demogorgon. Like, yo, like, listen, I, I done dealt with one of these before. It ain't shit. Whatever y'all talking about, that shit ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That shit ain't gonna work. Yeah, go ahead eat, but it ain't this. This ain't to make you stronger. This to make you fat and plump. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> they getting you ready, right and ready to kill. And um, you know what I'm saying? The fact that he knew what to do and everything else, I you know what I'm saying? It it kind of showed you that the Russians didn't really even know what was going on. They just knew that they could hold it and keep it in captivity for whatever it is, and then. You know what I'm saying? It's back to the thing. But you know what I'm saying? Like when they was fighting, remember he had brought the fire out. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, they was looking at him like, oh shit, like this motherfucker know what he's doing. Like he knows something about this motherfucker that we don't know. So, you know what I'm saying? That was interesting. And then to find out that they had the demi hound in there was 
crazy because they had ended up escaping. Well, they had ended up going to get Hopper. Joyce and Murray um, kidnapped Yuri and basically went to go get Hopper. They got him. They escaped from the um, Russian prison. And then, unfortunately, they had to go back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it was, it was some stuff that they had to do and make sure, you know what I'm saying, they had to basically fight. And Yuri, man, he was an asshole the whole time. He drugged Joyce and Mary. Basically set them up, well, tried to set them up to turn them in, but ended up getting his ass whooped, you know what I'm saying, and, and ended up getting uh, hijacked. And then um, Dimitri ended up telling him, like, yo, you know what I'm saying, are you going to be a coward all your life, or are you really going to do something about what's going on? Like, yeah, we can sit here and act, you know, we against them, but shit, if, if they don't succeed at what they're doing, then fuck what they're talking about. We got something way bigger to worry about. The Americans, like, we got to worry about the Demogorgon one. <laughs> we got to worry about that motherfucker. <laughs> that's what you don't want, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure he's seen that, you know what I'm saying, up close and personal before he even was a prisoner. So, um, when he was still a guard. So, we find out, you know what I'm saying, everything that happened in Russia, you know what I'm saying, they find a way to get out of Russia. So, let's go back to America and let's deal with the fact that Vecna is here. Um, they found portals in multiple different places. So now they're seeing that something is happening and it's way bigger than this, you know what I'm saying, than, than what it seems to be. They find one of the portals under the lake. They go down into the lake. They go into the upside down. And this is where they basically get their first taste of what it's like um, to fight, you know what I'm saying, Vecna, you know what I'm saying, one-on-one. When they got into the Upside Down, um, what interested me was the fact that this is basically like the dirty version of where they live now. Mm -hmm. And everything about it is, you know what I'm saying, is all still there. But the interesting thing that they end up finding out is that it's like back in time. So this is not current, present day, whatever's going on there is also happening there, but it's happening at a way slower rate. Because I believe that they were like two, three years behind when they went into the Upside Down. Yeah, it was like it was like three because when old girl had went in there, she was like, yo, like, this is my old room. Nancy was like, yo, this is my old room. She was like, yeah. I haven't had this picture up in, like, a couple of years. So, yeah, like, in that part of the Upside Down, they did go back a couple of years. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? We noticed that, you know what I'm saying, it's not the same time frame. And, of course, it wouldn't be the same time frame because Vecna is, um, he actually got pushed into the upside down around that same time that this all happened. Now we got to remember, like this is all in the span of like only what maybe three, maybe four years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like from the time she pushed him into the portal, from the time she escaped into the you know so up until now, it's only been maybe three or four years. So once you know what I'm saying, uh, once one got pushed into the portal and start turning into Vecna. Then we kind of seen like, oh, okay, we started getting, and then it makes sense to why you know what I'm saying the time frame is what it is. Um, 
the first time of them going into the upside down, man, did you think that Steve was out of there? I did. Man, the way they had him stretched out on that ground. Man. And then, like, how they even found it. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. being in the middle of that damn lake. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, yo, if you don't make it to the bottom, like, like your ass is going to die in that lake. That was crazy. And I thought it was creative how they ended up coming up with that and how they even found it. But, like, yeah, I thought I thought Steve was a goner. Um, and then, like, these Demogorgons flying, like, like, yo, this version way different from the version that we saw Will in. Like this is not this is not the same. They definitely upgraded. I don't know. And from what I can tell, it's I don't know if if Vetna like kind of created these things or if they was already there and he just kind of got them to obey him type of thing. I'm I'm not sure which one it is, but like yeah, I thought I thought he was done. I thought he was done. I was like, damn, man, we're going to lose Steve. But, uh, yeah, they, they they was able to come through. Um, I was about to call him Maya because that's a real name. Um, <laughs> but, uh, dang, what's the name of the show? Nancy. Na- no, not, it wasn't Nancy. Was it? Was it? I thought uh, I thought old girl went down there to save him. Yeah, I thought. Robin, Robin and Nancy and Eddie went down there, remember? Yeah, that is right. Eddie, Eddie came last. Because, um, like, the plan was just for Steve to go through. And Nancy was like, yo, I can't leave him down there by himself. And then she's like, well, I can't let Nancy go down there by herself. So she jumps in, and then he's like, fuck, yeah, and now I'm forced. Yeah, the white kids going crazy. They always going into trouble. And I also have to now go into trouble. Eddie was not with the shit, bro. <laughs> That's why this is one of my favorite characters in the movie. Eddie was like, at first, he was like, man, listen, I wanted to murder. These motherfuckers after me. I didn't kill nobody. I just witnessed this lady get turned into a pretzel out of thin air. I don't know what's going on. All I know is <laughs> I just need a six pack. I need a doobie. And I just need something to eat. And I'll be good, bro. He said, every time I'm trying to get away from something, I got people chasing me, trying to kill me. You know, I don't seen two people get turned into pretzels but around this time. Leave me be. My man Eddie was going through it, man. Um, Eddie, look, Eddie was going through it, but look, we we got to have one of these people in the show. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, Yuri got on my nerves, but the, but the, there's always a character that's like the most hated, oh, and that's man. Jason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying he got the name for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jason was so caught up on the Hell Club and Eddie Monson being responsible for his girl's death, mm-hmm. and he was so naive. To, for, for number one, he was so caught up in himself in the basketball team to where he didn't see that his girlfriend was actually going through something. Right. Going through something to the fact that where she's like, yo, like, I need drugs to take my mind off of what I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. And he was so in denial that when he found out that she went to Eddie Monson's house, he was like, yo, like, he just had to do it. And then Dustin was trying to tell, well, Lucas was trying to tell him, like, yo, like, she went there to get drugs, yo, because like she was she was going through some shit. Nah, man, she was going through something she would tell me. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? She couldn't go to you because you were so caught up in the damn basketball team and being a man. You know what I'm saying? You weren't listening to your girl. And like just how he almost completely fucked the whole plan up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but what he did do, he made a man out of Lucas. You know what I'm saying? But I'm so happy that his ass got evaporated when that goddamn uh, portal split open. That made my day. I was so happy to see that nigga go. He was not. First off, nigga, where was the police at, bro? That's what I want to know. To deal with this white kid and his group of friends who play on a varsity basketball team that was going around trying to kill another person because they thought that he, like, this nigga was leading the angry mob around Hawkins, bro. Yo. Eddie Munson, bro. Yo, I, I hate that they did my man, uh, Chief Powell like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Rob Morgan, you know what I'm saying? That's why I was telling you, was, you know what I'm saying, the guy in Up, uh, Don't Look Up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he must obviously got a Netflix deal as well because he, he pop up in a lot of them. But, man, why he had to be the sheriff to can't handle these damn high school kids with, you know what I'm saying, with a mob running around here trying to, you know what I'm saying, kill Eddie Monster? Wherever Hawkins is, I forgot. I think it's in Indiana. It's in Indiana. It's in Indiana because, dude, have you seen the Indiana Fever's uh, jerseys? They got Stranger Things jerseys, yo. Them things That's is fire. fire. I need to get I need to get a Destiny I need to get a I need to get a Destiny Richardson jersey, man. That was my, my girl that uh, won won a national championship down in South Carolina. You know what I'm saying she won an MVP of the uh, national championship game. And then like, dude, I'm so caught up in strength. That, dude, that's my ringtone. That's fire. No, what does Destiny look like though? Oh, she's straight up. Like, okay, what's the word I'm supposed to use? Because uh, you know you got to be politically correct. I mean. No, 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 no. She, no, she looked good, but like she put it this way, she's the dude in the relationship. Let's put it that way. Oh, damn. yeah, yeah, what yeah. She. What team did Asia Wilson go to? She went to the Aces. Oh, never mind. The Las Vegas, Las Vegas Aces. Yeah. I'm, fine. But, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a look at the roster later. I'm sure some fine women on the NBA the favorite. Speaking of man, if it's any WNBA women or anybody affiliated with a WNBA woman that listen to this, man, tell them to. You know what I'm saying? Fly nigga out, man. What's up? <laughs> hey, okay, Rory. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, hey, man, I'm, I'm just saying. The NBA players do it. Y'all want to get paid like NBA players. I need to start acting like NBA players. Start living <laughs> these NBA player lifestyles. You know what I'm saying? Start picking us regular dudes up and flying us out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Uh, but but I thought it was, you know, what I'm saying I thought it was funny, man. How the dude was just like leading this mob around the town to basically like kill Eddie Munson, and then people knew that he was leading the mob around town. That's the thing that was blowing my mind. It's like y'all know this nigga is going around town looking for this cat. Nobody is stopping him. They had a gun show. This nigga got on a varsity jacket, looking at the gun. And they <laughs> he got like, a letterman jacket up. <laughs> they like. Yeah, check this out. He like, yeah, can I get a, uh, let me see a 357. I'm like, fam, this nigga has a Letterman jacket on. He's not old enough to have this fucking gun, <laughs> obviously, bro. What, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? At least Nancy looked like she a little bit older. She looked like she in college. You know what I'm saying? This nigga literally has the Letterman jacket on. Like, him and his friends, they all around there searching for tomahawks and knives. And stuff. I'm like, who is letting these kids fight <laughs> these weapons? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Then these niggas come out of the damn thing, bro. They got grenades. They got shotguns, sawed-offs. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is wild. Indiana got to get checked, man. 
I know they don't do a lot of like they got a lot of dry counties in there, but they need to do something different because yeah. there ain't no way that these kids should be able to go buy guns in the eighties, man, without yeah, proper Nancy. identification. Nancy to cut off the barrel, Nancy, like sawed off, ready to go, bro. But that's crazy, but like I keep seeing this meme. And they keep showing Nancy because Nancy's always the person holding the gun in like every season. <laughs> every season. Oh man. Now Nancy character, man, like her, her character is slept on, man. Um, like a, a lot of the things that are that are being done is just like, yo, like it wouldn't have been done without Nancy. Like Nancy ain't, you know what I'm saying, like with the power five, you know what I mean? But her character is still very important to the story and the plot of what's going on. And it's – I'm trying to think where – because we – okay, so we did Hawkins. We did – I mean, there wasn't really much with the L.A. shit because really everybody ended up leaving L.A. Except, I, oh, I do like how they brought the one girl back, Dustin's long-distance uh, long girlfriend. They drove out to Utah. She, and she gave the location of the uh, yeah, the uh, bunker thing or whatever you call that shit. So – her character, even though she's not back, she's monumental to what's going on because it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? She gave them the answers the first time around, and then now she gave them the answers to Final 11. So, um, like, I just, man, yo, that writing room, man, I would love to just sit in there with them. Man, they, you you are right, man, because they did an amazing job with the, with the whole one slash Vecna story, like, the way that they brought all that together for them to tell the story of him being a child and already having that type of evil energy in him and him, you know what I'm saying? Having black widows as pets and him killing off his family and then him ending up, you know what I'm saying? In the, in the, um, in the special, uh, in the special facility, you know what I'm saying? For gifted kids. And you know what I'm saying, him being ended ending up being an orderly for Papa and then next thing you know, he you know what I'm saying, he see the way that she's doing that he's doing eleven and he like, yo, eleven is super strong. She got something in it that I, I know I got in me, like, yo, let me go and and kinda guide her and use her as a pawn to get me out of here. And then we find out that all of these people that end up dying in the facility and everything else, which, you know what I'm saying, they framed it as 11 did it. We find out that it never was 11 to begin with. It was one the whole time. And she basically was trying to save everybody by stopping him and stopping him from killing Papa. So um, seeing that, I thought that it was, um, I thought that it was super dope the way that they brought that story around. And then they also not only brought his story in, in, background into it but also connected it to 11 and we kind of really see what happened with 11 as well so um all of this that ended up happening they they destroyed Vecna for what we thought we knew but he somehow ended up getting out of there okay so hold on before before we get there we got we got, we we got to get into Max real quick because Max oh. turned out to be like the chosen one for like Vecna or whatever, yeah. and because she was the fourth person, like if if he was to kill like the fourth person, that's when we seen the whole earthquake thing happen where he just kind of basically destroyed Hawkins or whatever, and then like ended where 
Hawkins start to look like the regular Hawkins turned into like the upside down or whatnot. But like, I think what he did was he revealed something that Max never wanted revealed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if, if you think back of the previous season, like she was very upset to see her brother die. But at the same time, they didn't have a great relationship. All they did was fight. You know what I'm saying? All they did was argue. And so I think now the funny thing is Max is my youngest son favorite character. He actually got her on the background of his phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm selling you out right now. <laughs> I'm selling you out right now. But he got yeah, he got he got he got yeah, he got a picture of Max on his phone. I look I like what the hell. And, um, <laughs> but um but yeah, like for her to to say that uh, stuff in front of Lucas, man, because like we seen that that Max was going through something, and to actually, you know, what I'm saying for that dark secret to come out to where you know, and that was like like you said, Pennywise will make you, you know, what I'm saying he will expose all your fears. Like everything that you scared, that you scared of, like he will make you reveal it, and to because she was trying to get him to let her back in. So within her going back in, she's like, "Yo, I gotta." I don't know if it was like a tactic to be like, "Yo, you can trust me" type of thing. To where she was just like, "Yo, you were right about what you said." Like I wanted him to die. I wanted Billy to die, and I was happy that he died, but. Then she was like, but at the same time, I wanted to go too. And so now Lucas is sitting here like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need you here. You know what I'm saying? Because he was always trying to get back to where they was at that dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, their relationship had kind of, you know what I'm saying, went, went its separate way or whatnot. And he was trying to find the end, which he ended up doing that when he asked her out. She drew the whole picture of, like, them, you know what I'm saying, going out, holding hands and all that type shit. And I just think that to turn a lot of attention to to Max into this season, I think that that was a very creative way to do it because Max was her her backstory was not like everybody else's. Right. Everybody else's kind of had like a, you know what I'm saying? I think everybody had a two parent home, if I'm not mistaken. So I think everybody had a two-parent home. Except Will and Jonathan. Yes, you're right. And But Max came from a dysfunctional family. So to actually dig in on Max, it was kind of, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was different. Like he, he basically what he did, he found what he thought was the weakest link, and he attacked it. Like, I think I hate to say that about Max because Max was very monumental on, you know what I'm saying, helping them get through there. You know what I'm saying? Actually doing the whole, because they did this whole thing of like phase one through four or whatever, whatnot. And like, she was very important to what they was trying to do with this mission. So how, how, how do you feel about like the direction that they took when it came to Max? I thought that was super interesting too because remember um the the first season 
was with Will. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, they had to deal with, you know what I'm saying, the stuff that Will was going through. Now, the thing with Max was that, you know, it was basically about her confronting her fears, but also, you know what I'm saying, coming to terms with everything that had happened and dealing with that as well and accepting, you know what I'm saying, Lucas's help and the rest of the squad's help. So, you know what I'm saying, for for Max, they kind of made it like, in a sense, they kind of made her the hero because she mm-hmm. also, you know what I'm saying, kind of sacrificed herself so they were, they were able to... Um, you know what I'm saying, get the drop on Vecna. So uh I like the way I like the you know what I'm saying, the the way that they kinda put her, like even when everything had happened and the and the officers had put her in the room and you know what I'm saying, they thought she was gonna snitch, you know what I'm saying, she held it down, you know what I'm saying, and she kept, you know what I'm saying, a tight lip and didn't have to you know what I'm saying, they was like, yo, when she left out there was like, Yeah, she <laughs> he was like, Yeah, she sounded like a rock, man. She won't say nothing. So <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They kind of knew what was going on. And then, like, after she got out, you know, Dustin and Lucas was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? We kind of know what's going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got to fix this. And that's when they found out that they could communicate with each other, you know what I'm saying, from the upside down to the real world. So, yeah, I like I like the way that they took Max on this one. Um, it sucks, you know what I'm saying, that Eleven couldn't, you know what I'm saying, find her strength before – Vegna start, you know what I'm saying, breaking Ooh. her up. But but I thought she was done. Man, I thought she was out of there, bro. I was like, ah, oh, it's a wrap. And then, you know what I'm saying, your boy Jason come in at the wrong time. He like, wake her up. Nigga, do you think if I could wake her up, <laughs> that she wouldn't have heard all of this shit, that, all this commotion and everything that's going on? She, she wouldn't have heard me saying, hey, man, put down the gun. And none of that, you think she'd still be in a sleep trance if she could be woken up just that easily? No, obviously, we sitting here fighting. She ain't woke up yet. Then, you know what I'm saying, here you go. She gets to floating. You trying to choke me out. Nigga, move. You ain't even supposed to be here. You messing everything up. And you know what I'm saying, that that kind of made me mad because I'm like, he, the one time this nigga come to do something, it would be at the time that they really not needed him to be there. Exactly, man. And I uh, thought it was and also look, yo, man, these Hey, man, they, and they, they, we we need to talk to the writers for real because I wanna know how that nigga really was. Some of the stuff he was doing, bro. That nigga he was like a two year senior or something. Man, listen. <laughs> you yeah, you're right. You're right. And I like how they came up with the whole concept of like Yo, like we are, I think they was in Nevada at the time. And they're like, yo, Levin, like, yo, I can help her from here. You know what I'm saying? So she was able to find Max, you know what I'm saying, while she was under, while she was laying in that damn uh, freezer for the for the uh, dough for, at the pizza place. And that pizza guy, he ended up being very helpful as well. You know what I'm saying? Driving them all across country and all that shit in that van. We never seen them fill up, but that ain't the point. Yeah, so every everybody everybody pitched in to you know what I'm saying to basically save the world and I just felt that I, I, I just like the seeing the whole thing of eleven really 
you know, becoming into her own because like she she really lost herself. And to see her find herself again, I thought that that was dope, man. So and then the whole idea of like, yo, I can help Max from here. And I don't know, man. I, I, I just think they did a phenomenal job with it, man. To be honest with you. So um you know, this is exciting because now, you know, so like you said, the four portal, portals have opened up and connected, and then now they are um, basically bringing the upside down into the real world, and now it's looking like Hawking may be, you know what I'm saying, the epicenter for uh, the, the country turning into the upside down and merging, you know what I'm saying, the two worlds together and bringing, you know what I'm saying, back then into the real world instead of having everybody come to the upside down. Um, we already got Jimmy Gordon. We already got Jimmy Howe. You know what I'm saying? We had a, a couple other ones. But the fact that Vecna will be walking the earth is going to be something totally different. Rewalking the earth, let me say, is going to be totally different because if he can have the powers of the upside down in the actual world, then there's going to be some, there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to have to, you know what I'm saying, come to some terms with. That it may be, you know what I'm saying, some things may not stop him. We know 11 can, but some things may not um, So, before we get out of here, man, what do you look forward to in this upcoming season? Because I know it's a season five coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was a thing. Um, I don't think it's been officially announced. Right, but I can't remember if they was talking to the because even when you go to uh, IMDb, there's a five sitting there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I am looking forward to seeing. Like, look, there's going to be a lot of casualties. You know what I'm saying? With 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 Vetna being able to walk around in the regular world. You've got Max all broken up. I don't think she's going to be able to heal in time. But what I do believe, this is just me rambling. I think Eleven is going to find a way to like heal her breaks because Eleven brought her back a lot. Like she was, she was done. And Eleven, and another thing is, I am looking forward to see how she actually learns how to use her powers. I still think that she doesn't know how strong she is and how capable she is. So I think that that's one thing to look forward to in season five is to actually see Eleven actually figure out all the things that she actually can do. And I think that she may find a way to fix Max. I think that obviously she's going to find a way to defeat Vecna, but with the help of everybody else, I think everybody else contributing. But the one thing that I'm not looking forward to, we losing somebody. Yeah, I don't know who it's going to be, and it might not be. You know what I'm saying single. I mean, it might be plural. We might end up losing. You know what I'm saying a few people, but I think that's going to happen in season five, and that's what. I'm not looking forward to is to see the people that we potentially gonna lose because we 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 gonna lose some people. We definitely gonna lose yeah. some people. 
time. Uh, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, RIP, they don't go the same way Bob, you know what I'm saying, went out, man. Oh, um, yeah, Bob. Man, it's crazy how they how they had Bob go out. So, um, man, let's get into it, man. Fire flame time, man. This season, season four, part one and two. Stranger Things, what say you, my friend? Uh, I gotta give it five, man. Oh, I got to. Um, when it when it when it comes to Netflix, man, and Stranger Things, well, for me, um, it's Stranger Things, it's Ozark. You know what I mean, um, it's just they, man, they killing the game, man. They killing the game, and then these kids, man, they just. They came on and like they are like certified stars now. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Caleb, he's doing a lot. He's doing shit in the music world. You know what I'm saying? Mike got a whole another thing, and uh, it. You know what I'm saying? He was in the. Um, you know what I'm saying in the, in the it joints. I just seen that. Um, man, man, she killing it. You know what I'm saying? She did the uh, Sherlock Holmes joint. Yep. Um, I just seen Dustin. He's in a new movie I just saw um, uh, coming out here soon. So this whole cast, man, is 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 really man, coming up in the world. Some, uh, I think he's doing some partner stuff with like Twitch or something like that. It's something with video games that he's doing too. Because I know I seen him on um, like the Disney Channel or something talking about the shit. So he he is doing a bunch of stuff, and they always uh, getting caught at basketball and hockey games. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, what you got? Uh, I'm going four and a half, man. And the only reason I'm going four and a half is because they didn't give me the fight that I wanted. I wanted Vegna, and I wanted Eleven to go toe-to-toe for real and not have to deal with the nonsense. I know, you know what I'm saying, they gave us a little teaser for it or whatever. That's cool, whatever. But it wasn't what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be eleven in the under uh in the underground in the upside down and it was supposed to be Vecna in the upside down. They were supposed to have at it. And I didn't get that. But outside of that, man, this is a great season, great story. Um the writers did a phenomenal job. The actors, of course, did a phenomenal job. Everything was put together well. Um and it, it was a it was a bunch of plot twists thrown in there. We find out that Vecna was really that one is really like like Damien shout out that's another uh, 80s movie supposed to be like the Damien of talking or whatever and uh, you know what I'm saying like it was just it was a bunch of you know what I'm saying uh, references in there like when Eddie asked Max um, does he have like a scarf or a, a, a ski mask and she was like I got something even better my nigga came out with the you know what I'm saying, the uh, uh, Michael Myers mask, you know what I'm saying, breaking in into an RV and stealing. It was just, it was a fun season. And on top of it being a fun season, they, you know what I'm saying, like I said, they basically went back and retraced some steps and they tied up a lot of loose ends. We know why, you know what I'm saying, a, a lot of stuff is happening now and uh, and everything is making sense, you know what I'm saying, as they telling you that too. So I'm going to go ahead and, and stick with that four and a half, man. Cool. I ain't, I ain't mad at it at all, man. Yeah, man. So, um, 
we got that out the way. Coming soon, we have. Give me a minute to bring up my notes if I can find. Man, them. we got a Samuel oh, Jackson, it. Matthew McConaughey classic. Man, um, we got a time to kill coming up. Man, this is a a movie where it's like, yo, what are you willing to do if someone rape your daughter? You know what I'm saying, and get away with it. So, um. That's like, I think, uh, and and then also, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, uh, I, just, I don't know what you got to do, but you got to get creative. I know that much. Oh yeah, and he didn't, he didn't get creative. He just gunned him down in the courthouse. <laughs> like, fuck it, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that um, this is an interesting movie to do because man is dealing with race, is dealing with a black man getting a fair trial in the South. You know what I mean? And I think the performance and that was done by, you know what I'm saying, one of the greats, we did an appreciation on them, you know what I'm saying? Sam L. Jackson. Like I, I just think that it's one of those one of those older movies where it's just like, you know, I mean you, yo. Really think about it. this cast was crazy. You had Matthew McConaughey, you had uh Sandra Bullock, you had uh Kiefer and Donald Sutherland. You know what I'm saying? You had uh oh man, what's my dude name from uh oh uh, man, he was in Minnesota Society, he was Sharif's dad. Um uh he was also the doctor in uh Gothica. What's my man's name? Oh bald, bald head uh, dude. You talking about Rock? Um God, what was his uh, name? Uh, uh. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. I'm blanking um, on his name too. It started with a D. Why can't I remember man's name? But like he was he was in it. Um yo, like Charles S. Dutton. Yes. Charles S. Dutton. Yes. Charles yes. Dutton. yes. Shout out to him, man. Dude, Kevin Spacey was in here, man. Like Dude, Ashley Judd was in here. Like, dude, this cast was crazy, like super so, crazy. So, uh, yeah, man, this is this is a, um, you know, what I'm saying this is a movie, man. You know what I'm saying down in Canton, Mississippi. I, I, I just think that it's gonna be, you know, what I'm saying a lot of hypotheticals gonna be said in this podcast. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I just thought that this would be, I, I just honestly think that this is a, a, a classic, man. And, and then, you know, what I'm saying. Hold on, this is two, this is ninety six. So what? OJ Brady came down what? Ninety it was ninety six because it happened in ninety five. So the verdict had to be either ninety six or ninety seven. Nah, I think the verdict was. It, I think. What was the verdict? No, well, well. No, it wasn't in ninety six. It was in ninety seven, ninety eight. And I know it was in 97 and because at the time, the Rockets was playing in the finals. And they did. You're right. Because they ended. Well, they, no, wait a minute. No, 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 no. That that was the chase. It was yeah. before that. Yeah. So yeah, it was before that. So it was actually, it might have been 94, 95 then. No, well, 94 was the, was the OJ on, on, the down, on the highway. And the Rockets, that's when the Rockets was in the uh, championship game. 
So, well, the point I'm trying to make is, you know what I'm saying, this was the first black, well, this was the first black man to get out on murdering two, two white people. <laughs> you know what I'm but, uh, yeah, so, uh, so shout out to that, man. So I, I think this is going to be a, a, a interesting, uh, podcast to cover, man. Um, listen, man. So while we're doing that, you know what I'm saying. Make sure. Uh, I said while we're doing that, I'm tripping. Um, <laughs> before we do that, make sure you go back and listen to some of the old episodes. Make sure you go back and listen to your favorite episodes, and then hit us up and let us know how you feeling about this episode and whichever other episode you want to. If you got any recommendations or anything like that, feel free to let us know as well. You can hit us up on our socials on Instagram and Twitter at ViewAnonPod. And you can also do that on Facebook at VAPod. Watch your group. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. I got a link tree in my bio. Go there to find me everywhere else. Yeah, y'all can find me at S.Foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That is just on IG. Uh, follow the podcast on all major platforms, the 28 Minutes or Less Podcast. Um, I did episode 92. It was an anniversary episode, so I spoke about past episodes of, uh, you know, not really past episodes, but just more of, like, how I kind of got into podcasting and podcasting with Uncle Washington and all that type of stuff. And I also gave my uh, favorite album so far of the year, so go check out that uh, last episode that I put out on the 28 Minutes or Less. So, yeah, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Your support is always greatly appreciated. We love you guys. Until the next episode, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut.